Hello, Sam. Hello there, Simon. How's it going? All good, all good. How are you? I'm not too bad, thanks very much. What was that extraordinary uh, piece of music you were listening to? Uh, it's just a voice message uh, sent by Gary Newman. Was it really? Yeah. I reckon that uh, in the summer that's just gone and the one in the future. And that, that always we, will be. <laughs> that will always will be the eternal summer of the, of the spotless mind. I reckon all of the uh, employees at the SETI Institute for Identifying Extraterrestrial Life in Space will all be coming out of the SETI Institute where they've created a beach out of just putting sand down in the car park. Mm. and there'll be like a little tiki bar there and stuff, and they'll all come out all at once, and they'll all be listening on their iPods to that voicemail sent by Gary Newman this summer, last summer, all summer. I can see why. It, it, was, it is bloody catchy. It was always catchy, and it always will be catchy. Praise be uh, to Newman. You cannot beat a bit of uh, a bit of Gaza, I have to say. I, I used to be a Newmanoid, actually, back in the day. Oh, Really? Yeah, I was, and uh, and you used to get sent in an A4 envelope the um, the the typed uh, photocopied um, uh, newsletter with all of the info about Gary and everything done by his mum, I believe. Oh, so, that's nice yeah. of her. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, no, she didn't just do it just for me. She didn't just do it individually no. for me. She did it for everyone. But you know, but yeah, no, old Gary. Um, I, I have to say, I was with him up until. Up until '83, up until Warriors, and then after that, you know, when he when he did Berserker, and after that, I kind of tuned out a bit. But what's uh, the one that's got um, Cars, Me, um, all those ones? The Pleasure Principle. That'll be the Pleasure Principle. Yes, that's right. Yeah, love that yeah. album. Absolutely, yeah. Great drumming by Cedric Sharpley on that, and uh, yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome album. Um, what sort of a week have you had? Because uh, I've had an extraordinary week. Yeah, mine's been a bit odd, I must say. Yeah, um, what's happened? No, just I, I woke up. Um, I woke up the other night, and um, I sort of looked up, and I saw um, this like singular, uh, glowing sort of light above me. Really? And, yeah, yeah. And I, I stood up, mm-hmm. um, and it, and it got bigger and yeah. bigger. And what, what the um, light did, yeah, yeah, this big light above me. So I just just switched it off and went back to bed. I'd left it on. Could you know? What? It's funny you should say that because uh, I had a similar experience the other day. Uh, did, I uh, have I ruined your joke? <laughs> no, not at all. Actually, it works quite well. Um, it's almost as if we didn't know what we were going to do at this point. Um, but no, it's funny you should say that because uh, I saw I saw several UFOs the other day. Yeah. I don't know what they were. I mean, obviously they they were unidentified, but you know, I couldn't mm. just I couldn't work out. Uh, and I saw them in Sainsbury's. So um, so basically, I was standing at the at the counter, you know, getting my scratch cards. You yeah. know, I like the scratch cards. Yeah, you love and, a scratch card, don't you, Simon? A, oh, absolutely. I love say one thing card. about Simon at your funeral. I say he loved a scratch card, though, didn't he? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, if I haven't got a scratch card in me hand, do you know what I mean? They'll probably bury you with one, won't they? They'll bury me with a big pack of scratch cards. Yeah, unscratched as well. Um, but anyway, I was standing at the uh, scratch card uh, counter where they have the the tobacco section. Oh and yeah, they o- and they opened it up because obviously somebody was buying cigarettes or something. They opened it up and there was this strange object in there. Um, it was cigar shaped. I don't know what it was, but uh, 
<laughs> and then after that, do you know what happened next? Yeah, have a after strange that, light on one end. It, yeah, it, no, it didn't have a strange light. Anyway, and then I was in the kitchenware section, you know, where they keep all the crockery and stuff, mm, you know. Yeah. Or, or the dinner sets and uh, stuff. Yeah, you know one thing about you, Simon, you love your crockery and kitchenware, right? At your funeral, I say, say what you will about Simon, and you probably do. But he yeah. loved his kitchenware. Absolutely. If I if I don't have a, a serving bowl in my hands, I don't know what to do with them. They'll probably be bury you with one unscratched. Like, absolutely, yeah. But anyway, so I saw this strange object in the in the kitchenware section. It was saucer shaped. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. And then, do you know what happened next? Were you just wandering around Sainsbury's at this point? I, I was just going around. Yeah, I didn't have anything to buy. I was just going around. I see. I, uh, I was in the light section. You know yeah, where yeah. they have the lamps and the bulbs? I was yeah. in the light section. Oh, Simon <laughs> loves his lights, ladies and gentlemen, honestly. Uh, right? Absolutely. Say what yeah. you will. At Simon's funeral, say what you will about him. You probably yeah. do anyway. But yeah. I would say he loves a light. I do love a light. If I haven't got a, um, a, a an energy saving uh, low um, voltage bulb in my hand, I, d- I don't know what to do with them. Really, they'll probably bury you with a uh, uh, low wattage uh, energy saving uh, LED bulb, won't they? Unscratched, unscratched, of course. Yeah, you know me already. Um, but anyway, I was in the light section and I saw these strange lights, and I don't know what they were. <laughs> That's that's all I got. That's all I got, Sam. <laughs> the lights that you'd mentioned three times before were the punchlines. I know. I didn't structure that one terribly well, did I? But yeah, uh, yeah. I but you can't. This... You, what can you do though? You can't say in the illuminatory aisle. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say that, but then I I, I didn't know how to spell it, so I thought, fuck <laughs> it, I'll just do that. But yeah. So what? What a week, eh? What a week. I don't oh, know what. Dear. I, I really don't know what to do with the rest of that material, whether to like have a punchline or just leave it at that. But I can just God. let it simmer. I will just let it simmer. So there you go. So that's our weeks. And what 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 are we doing today? I mean, I what's the theme, Sam? Unless anyone oh, doesn't, well, hasn't worked it out already. Sort of going with a Halloweeny vibe, supernaturally vibe. We're focusing on aliens today, but I yeah. think we're going to weave this. Uh, material in with some stuff later on in the week and release as a bumper halloween episode it will be it'll be bumper it'll be like a summer special like uh you remember like remember monster fun back in the late 1970s when they used to do their summer special annuals i don't know because i wasn't born until 93 but i imagine it was a hoot it was a hoot it was a hoot and hollering yeah it was uh monster fun was awesome because you had was it uh, almost as much fun as it's a royal knockout it was almost as fun, much fun as that, yeah. Oh, yeah, Monster Fun was was just class, really. Um, and then it amalgamated with uh, Chips, I think, or Buster, or Wizard. Oh, okay. Or, or um, Happy uh, Days, Happy or Playboy or something. It, it just yeah. amalgamated with one like one of the porn magazines, like Flick or Rubber Nurse or something. I can't. Yeah. Remember. It Thruster. wasn't so good then. Thruster, yeah, it wasn't so good then when they amalgamated the children's comic what? with the. Hardcore pornographic magazine. Crossovers are rarely as good as the originals. They really aren't. They? But anyway, it kept me going. You know. Yeah. Well, you'd be so. hard pressed to find a thruster purist that says that. Oh yeah, yeah their best ones were the monster fun crossover. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I was hard pressed quite often. <laughs> but... 
So what are we up to with this this edition oh, of the, got, got of the a, Sacred Cow? Got absolute gem of a Tisdale connection coming up. We got oh. an interview um, uh, with David Kanger. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, write that down. He's a UFO man. Yeah, I'll write it down as well. <laughs> yeah, just so I can remember for later on. David Kanger. Yeah. That's an unusual name, isn't it? It is, yeah. Maybe we could ask him about it. And uh, do, yeah. Oh, we've got a quiz on aliens and onions. We have, yes. A- alien or onion, yes. Quiz or just jingle, you decide. <laughs> my, yeah, that my will daughter, go for the full quiz. My daughter's already singing the jingle. She's already heard it once and she keeps singing it to me. So we should, should definitely, been. we should release an album, shouldn't we, of, of just our jingles. Yeah, people... Um, People tend to like the jingles more than us. They do, don't they? We um, we could uh, we could definitely release it, get it on Spotify and yeah. iTunes and stuff, and then it, it would be a way into the Sacred Cow podcast. It, for, uh, yeah, I mean, it really is the cream of our output. It is, like, and who wouldn't who wouldn't want to put their cream all over the place? Exactly. That? Well, it's just like. Of what we've discharged into the world, it really yeah. is like... Well, it's just a little taste, isn't it? It's like a yeah. taster, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. A taste so. of our discharge. That's what we uh, should call it. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me just write that down with my big pen. There you go. I've written it all down there. Lovely. Right. That's good. That's what the album next? That's, that's right. What are we going to do next? Um, should we start things off with a Tisdale connection? Just do to that. that. Yeah, do just that, definitely. Invert the format. Oh, all right, yeah. Invert the nipple. Here it is. Here's the jingle. It's the Tuesday connection. It's the Tuesday Hello and welcome to the Ashley Tisdale connection. Um, so That's a very, very formal introduction. <laughs> yeah, it's not normally that cold, is it? It's Hello not. and welcome to the Ashley Tisdale Connection. There we go. It, I've counteracted it, it. Is it cold in uh, Bulldog at the minute? It's, I've got a blanket on. Have you bloody hell? Um, right, well, the Tisdale Connection. Sadly, in 2009, yeah. Ashley Tisdale starred in Aliens in the Attic. Mm. Now, the uh, I watched this film. Uh, mm. The film starts with Tisdale's... Uh, family deciding to go to a holiday home i think because mm. the younger brothers caught like hacking into the school wi-fi changing yeah, his yeah. grades all that anyway that cuts to a, a scene of a meteor shower that's sort of being um like corralled like a like a like a cowboy might or a horse boy might oh, yeah. like corral um animals the there's yeah. there are four uh four glowing pods that corral these meteors and guide them towards earth um, right. So that they can uh, presumably hit Earth amongst the meteors, so it wouldn't be um, so bait, bruv. Um, so anyway, these four glowing yeah. pods fall from the yeah. sky and they land on the roof of mm. that holiday home, oh, God, which is yeah. um, traditionally the roof being where the attic is located. Yeah. So um, while they land, they only bloody break the satellite dish, right? Oh God! So, um, yeah, one of the one of the people that goes um, to this uh, holiday home with him, one of the yeah. children, tries to fix the satellite dish, but he yeah. um, he comes into some trouble while he's up there. He comes he, into some trouble. He does. Uh, he finds okay. himself in some trouble. He doesn't oh, fall right. off and die like Rod Hull did. 
He's instead no. shot by a mind control dart by an alien that came out of one of the glowing pods and lived in the attic. Hence mm. the name Aliens in the Attic. Where does Ashley come into all this? Well, she's one of the children that's uh, gone to this place, right? Ah, oh, right. And, uh, you know, the, instead of the other children find out their mates acting a bit weird yeah. with this dart in him. And yeah. uh, they find out that it's a mind controller. But instead of turning it off... Mm. Yeah. Um, they find the remote control and use him like a human drone against the aliens. It's absolutely oh, true. Oh, God. So then some shit goes down. Tisdale yeah. gets dumped by her character boyfriend uh, because yeah. he says all she goes on about is family and values and helping people, and he just yeah. wants her to put out. Um, the aliens fail to get to yeah. the machine that's actually buried under the house that would allow them to control Earth. Right. Um, so in the end, two of the aliens <laughs> fall in love with each other and just leave. Oh, that's one nice. of them. One of them just gives up, and the last right. one is eaten by crows, which I think is a clever allusion to Prometheus, who flew too close to the sun and died with a bird picking out his insides, or like how Rod Hull died um, mm. with a giant ventriloquist dummy bird at his side, um, and the film lost two point one million dollars at box office. Yes, the, the the way you've described it, I can understand why. So let, let's, let's just unpack that. So Ashley Tisdale's playing a child. A 17-year-old. Oh, a 17-year-old. So like, oh, kind of right, yeah, 17-year-old, okay. And because uh, the way that you were describing how, how she talked, it sounded, she sounded quite um, precocious for a child. Mm. And the film ends with an alien being eaten alive by crows. One crow. One crow. Yes, right. very long scene. It takes a while. <laughs> what, 20 minutes of just a, a crow eating? It's just really corpse. powerful just watching this for 20 minutes, no yeah. camera movement. It's like, you know, in films where yeah. there's a scene where someone just smokes an entire cigarette for, for a minute and a half or something. Yes, and you know, right, oh, yeah. this is serious. It's like yeah. that. Yeah. So, I mean, now we've established uh, that Ashley was uh, uh, 17. Mm. Um, was there, was the, was this, this was animated, was it? No, it was in a 2009, it's live action with, uh, CGI aliens. Oh, I see. So Ashley wasn't CGI then? No, she's very much a real person in this and indeed not, in real life. Not, not just her head. It was her head CGI, but the rest of her body real. Uh, I think they had to like animatronicatize her somewhat, like Did give they? her some kind of robotic pep me up, pep pep up, <laughs> a pick me up. Oh, yeah, what like uh, Viagra, like a kind of CGI. Yeah, Viagra. like a CGI robotic alien Viagra, if you will. And um, where did they put it? Uh, down the throat, and then she became <laughs> turgid. It says on the Wikipedia page. <laughs> Oh right. That, so what? She had a kind of a her entire body had a kind of a semi, did it? Yeah, just sort of like less elasticity because I think she was younger <laughs> than seventeen, and they wanted to make her seem like somewhat arthritic, just to make her feel older. This sounds like a nightmare. The a, a lot of a lot of the budget went on the procedures that Ashley underwent. I wouldn't want to watch that at all. I think it would just be the most disturbing thing I'd ever seen. I, re I remember seeing it like the yeah. week after my mum left and oh, just yeah. like, just like must focus on the film. And then it was like about families and sticking together. And I was like, oh, why me? 
and being pecked to death by crows. Yeah, it's just I'd, you know, if if you and your daughter are at a loose end this week, I would, yeah. I would, I wouldn't pay for it. I'd pirate a copy of um, that film. Yeah, no. Thanks for the heads up. Well, I definitely, I'll, I'll, I'll get a pizza in and we'll, we'll have a bash at that. <laughs> good old Ashley. She does, she does some classic films, doesn't she? She does some good. She does some bad. You know, it's all, it's all, it's all a bit like karma, really, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah. And that was the Ashley Tisdale connection. Thank you for listening. Oh, it's okay. It's the Tisdale connection. It's the That was extraordinary. <clears throat> Joining us live in the field, we have Jim Varva Vane and Derek the Medium. Can That's you hear right. us? Yes, we can hear you. Uh, uh, Derek, can you I hear I can hear you too. I can hear you. Lovely, yes. Um, and so basically what, what we decided was, because it's Halloween that what we thought we'd do is we would do a, uh, a bit of a ghost watch uh, in, in a creepy place. And, uh, and um, obviously, because it's Halloween, uh, everyone can listen along. And, uh, you know, will we find ghosts? I think we probably will. Don't, we, don't you think, Derek? I think it's a sure thing. You know, they've shut the place for the night and there's a chill in the autumn air. Absolutely. So uh, for the listeners at home, uh, we are currently in East Grinstead. Uh, We're in a kebab shop, believe it or not. And the name of the kebab shop is The Good Kebab and the Ugly. It's very Uh, fucking funny. It's, it is very funny, isn't it, Derek? That's right. Uh, can I just say, Derek, it's wonderful to be appearing with you. You've always been a, an idol to me. Um, you know, I am a, a, a connoisseur of the dark arts, and uh, and I feel that, Derek, you, you have been a conduit to oh, the, the, the other side for me. Well, you know, it's like on a hot day, it's great to have a fan in my face, you know, and I, I appreciate all the messages <laughs> from you on Twitter. Jean Varavervain. Thank you very much, Derek. So basically, for the listeners at home, we're, we're in this kebab shop. It's uh, it's about midnight. It has clothes for the night. <laughs> we're not standing in the way of everyone, are we, Derek? <laughs> no, you'd be able to hear them if we were. Yes, or, although there might be some ghosts, obviously, uh, in in the background. But yeah, um, certainly some residual chatter may be coming through here if you can hear it in the background, because sometimes it doesn't come through on the face recording. No, that's right, and there's a, and obviously the cat, the cat, the kebab shop cat is here as well. Uh, Lusty, the cat, is here, so um, uh, she'll be keeping us company. Um, but basically, a little bit about the building. It was built in 1842, uh, and it was built on the site of a pauper's graveyard. So that's very interesting already. Uh, it used to be a doctor's surgery, a toy shop, and a sex shop as well before becoming a kebab shop. So I wonder, Derek, do you think whether any of those energies will still be apparent? Oh, I think there's is um, great dark, deep, hot, moist energies in the in the air in here. It could just be the steam coming off the uh, off the meat, but uh, certainly it's got years of damp history. Absolutely, that's right. And uh, the other thing as well uh, is that a grisly murder took place here in 1894 when the doctor uh, who was uh, living here at the time killed his wife in the bath 
with an overdose of radox. Apparently, she was sent to her death by it. Sent. S-E-N-T. It's that speech impediment you've got there. Well, I mean, you know, I did telegraph it rather a lot, you know, with my cheeky grin. But, yeah, she was sent to her death. Hold on. Hold on. What's that on the counter? What's that? It, it, it looks like an orb. It's an orb. There's an yeah. orb on the fucking counter. <laughs> it's an orb. It's a. I, I, look we're closer. Going to, it, we're going to approach the orb. Okay, I'm approaching. A strange smell has filled the air. Yes. It's it's an oniony smell. Oh, it's, it's an it's an oniony orb, isn't it? An oniony orb. Look, look, look at it. One... Look at it. Look, look. It's not moving, but look, look. It's glowing. It's glowing. So it's a translucent. It, it, yes, it is an onion, isn't it? Yeah, now it's, I know. It's not norb, it's an onion. No, no, up close it is an onion. But um, but but certainly a manifestation which we hadn't imagined that we would get this early on in this our... This early um, on. Yes. So basically uh, what we've got is we've got a number of uh, uh, of, of electronic accoutrements with, with us. We've obviously got a Chinese device to help us. Uh, and we've also got some listening equipment, haven't we, that we've brought with us. Um, I've got a little uh, a little Walkman uh, recorder, you know, one of those little um, uh, dictation devices. And uh, what have you a brought? Dictaphone. It's a dictaphone. <laughs> it is. Yes, it is a dictaphone. I believe that's the um, that is the, the brand name of it. Uh, and what have you brought with yourselves, Derek? Um, I've got my iPhone. And I've downloaded a spooky app that. Um, that when he, when I take a selfie of me, it makes me look like a ghost. Ah, well, that'll be everything I think we'll need. So, shall we see what we can find here in the counter area? Yeah, let's take so, a little bit, a little rummage around. Yes. So, for the listeners at home, it's incredibly dark, but we've got our um, our night vision uh, uh, cameras on here at the minute. Um, it's uh, very dark and echoey in here. Smells There's like often... cumin. Smells like cumin. It, it does, doesn't it? And and I believe that when when there is ectoplasmic presences or indeed uh, dark uh, ungents and apparitions, that cumin is is obviously a smell uh, which is associated with the with the afterlife and the dark side. Well, they call it the after spice, don't they? I mean, it it, it really is carried around by any any spirit that visits. Um, yes. Bench of human. Just to point out, of course, we are both wearing masks as well, and we are socially distant. Uh, so just in case any fuckers ring in and, and try to have it out with us. Okay. So let's have a listen. See if we can hear anything. Can you hear anything there, Derek? Have you uh, are you sensing anything there? I'm um, I'm I'm getting sort of teary eyed um, sadness, but it could just be the chili sauce. It could be, could be, could be. Um... Oh my God! Did you hear that? What the fuck was that? Where, where was it? Where was it? Where was it? It's behind you. It's behind you. I definitely heard something there. I definitely it was a manifestation of some kind, wasn't it? It came from over there. Sure, it wasn't the old Greek fella from earlier. He could have been, yeah, but I think he, he said he was uh, going down the club tonight. I don't He's think he was there. Popping down the bar. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Fuck! Did you hear that? Oh my god! What the fuck is he going on about? That. Was oh it. my god! What was that? 
Oh, it sound, sounded like a. Oh, I've heard it again. Oh my god, I am. I'm. I'm oh, not I felt it breathe down my neck. I am not sitting you at the minute. I am so scared. I am so scared. But oh my. we are in the present of of darkness, aren't we, Derek? Turn around. Look where the onion was. Oh my days! They shredded. They shredded lettuce next to it as well. Now oh that wasn't there God, before. Now they yeah, tell, curly, tell the listeners uh, I didn't put that, that there, did have. I? You didn't put that there, did I? You I did didn't. not. I did not put that there. No, I did not put that there. That was not there before. Oh my God! Oh no! Although, although money has come off from the ceiling and landed on the floor in front of us. Where did that come from? That's probably some kind of cash entity. Okay, I'm going to try and commune now with the dark spirits. Uh, so, have you just, got a Chinese device to help I, you with that? I'm I'm just going to use the power of my voice, Derek. Uh, I don't think the Chinese can help us at the minute. Okay. So, spirits of the world that inhabit this uh, kebab shop, uh, I I want to know: are are you friendly or are you evil? Not once for friendly. Knock twice for evil. Oh, it's an evil fucker. It's, a, it's an evil one, yeah. Exactly. So, spirits, spirits that inhabit the, the plane of kebab, uh, tell us now, uh, do you mean us harm or do you not mean us harm? Not once for... Uh, no, not once for no, you don't mean us harm. And knock twice for yes you mean us no harm as as it happens there i can't remember what i said now you what, said what? you said on both both instances it means you no harm but uh um, ah, right well, was... confirmed that he's not a, mal a malignant ghost yes he's probably not a malignant ghost that's right i'll just try that once more so are you a doctor? Not once for yes, twice for no. Oh my God! It's the it's doctor. It's the ghost of the doctor. It's the ghost of the doctor. Uh, Derek, I think I need to hand over to you now yep. to see whether I'll, you or, or or Sam, your spirit medium guide, might be able to speak to him. Perhaps, Mister Ghosty. Um, <coughs> I want to hear, Mister Ghosty. I want to hear from you now. Okay. Right, I'm communing with you, the spirit world. Right, I want one knock for yes, two knocks for no. Do you understand? Good. Right. Oh, I think I can hear it. Right. What would you like? A lamb donner. Okay, he doesn't want the lamb donner. But he's a doctor and he's worried about his arteries. Do you want... The chicken donner. <laughs> he wants the chicken donner, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah he does, yes, he definitely does, yeah. Who wouldn't who wouldn't do, want a chicken donner? Do you want that onion that you popped down earlier? <laughs> he wants the onion from earlier. He wants the orb. <laughs> would you would you like lettuce and hot sauce? Oh, he said no for the hot sauce. I knew he was a pussy. Um, <clears throat> right. That'll be six pounds. Do you want to pay by card? 
Do you want to pay by cash? Not paying by cash. Do you want to pay by Bitcoin? He's, a, he's paying by Bitcoin. How's it going there, uh, Derek? Yeah, I've just saved him um, a chicken donut. I've popped it on the side there. I've got the uh, thermal. I've got the thermal. Look at it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just had to pop out as I uh, I managed to just spill uh, tea all over my uh, laptop. Oh, that's no good, is it? That's <laughs> That's got all your backups on it. It has, yes. It's got all my special stuff on it, yeah. So, uh... um, yeah, I made him a, I made him a chicken donner. I've just got the thermal um, looking at it, and um, as it's cooling down now, now, I'm not sure whether that's cooling down because the um, the air is colder than hot chicken, um, or whether it's because it's in it's it's in his ghostly grip. Um, so we'll have to get back to our audience on that one. Well, I think that's the end of the first part of uh, of, of tonight's um, uh, instalment there. It's been amazing so far. We've had the orb that was the onion. We've had the ghostly <coughs> laughs. And we've also um, had the... the we've had a lovely smell. meal. Well, we've had, had a, meal. we've had a lovely meal. That's right. So incredible already. I think we should go back to Sam and Simon and uh, for more hilarity. Yeah, thanks uh, for that. Uh, Jim Vara, hopefully uh, you're safe out there. Um, you know, a ghost a ghost gets his kebab by paying for Bitcoin. It sounds like a story out uh, out of one of those shitty magazines you get. It does, doesn't it? That's right. Um, just on an edit point there, Sam, the reason I had to leave for about a minute is that you said something that made me laugh so much I actually coughed tea all over my laptop. Do you feel a quiz coming on? Oh, yeah, I'm in a quizzy spirit. Okay, then. So, are you ready to play... Oh, wait a minute. Um, sorry, Simon. Oh, I, sorry. <laughs> I, I really have to say this. I tried to upload the um, background music because, you know, we got the new email from Podbean that said we can upload our jingles and play them live and stuff. Oh, yeah. You have to pay for them. No, yeah. Podbean. Oh, but it's like, it's like walking through the red light district in... Uh, Amsterdam, isn't it? You know, yeah. and, you, and you see a, you know, a, a, a some lovely features platform. you want to take advantage of. That's right, a lovely podcasting platform, and then they tell you that you can upload jingles live, mm. and then all of a sudden you discover you have to pay for them. Yeah, um, it's it's free to look through this little hole at the jingles that you could have, but if yeah. if if you want to like go in there, have a rummage around amongst the jingles, you have to pay. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you do when you go to Amsterdam? Just put your hand through a hole and rummage around. You just just rummage around. <laughs> oh my god! I'm not taking you to the red light district of Amsterdam again. Oh what? If that's what you're going to do? No, but I won't. Go on, take me. I won't. I won't do that. Right? Are we ready for the quiz then? Yep. Let's go. Right here we go. It's the quiz. Wait a minute. I had it all set up, and then oh, where? Here it comes. Is it alien or onion? 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 As as the uh, as it says, is it alien or onion? So yes, it is. We- 
It is, yes. Right. So here we go then. Is it alien or onion? Uh, right. Hold on a minute. I'm just looking for me. Where have my sounds gone? I had another sound somewhere and it's gone now. Oh, don't worry about that. Uh, right then. Here we go. So um, you'll edit this, won't you? Because that was a really crap yep. way to start. That's <laughs> fucking awful. Don't put that out. It's sounding rubbish. I'll just put that I'm... in with no explanation. Just you saying that. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing now. Don't put that out. It's sounding rubbish. Don't put that out. It's sounding rubbish. Wait a minute. Okay, are you ready to play Alien or Onion? Boy, am I. Okay, so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to give you the name of something and you have to decide is it an alien or an onion. Okay, it's very simple. Understood, Captain Cockle. Oh, or onion, that's right. So um, so we'll start you off with an easy one, yeah, just to get you into it. But basically there are seven of these um, and you have to uh, get over half to win the prize, okay? And the prize, as always, is a cut glass speedboat. So are you ready? Are you ready to play Alien or Onion? Boy, am I. I'm just trying, where's that sound gone? I downloaded a sound and I don't know where it's gone. Oh, not now. again. Oh, God, I've ruined it again, haven't I? I downloaded some spacey sounding stuff. I don't know where it's gone now. Get your theremin out. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, because you're going to edit this, aren't you? Yeah, it'll be um, worth it. Don't put that out. It's sounding rubbish. It'll be worth it. Wait a minute. Here we go. Sci-fi music. Right, here we go. Okay. Maybe I'll just start all over again from the very beginning, yeah? Right, here it comes. Stadia, you have... Oh, no, that's an advert. Wait a minute. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> it's going to tits, isn't it? Wait a minute. Uh, You're right, uh, Modern Morrissey? Alien, minute, that's an, It's another ad. Oh, fucking YouTube. Ah, that's more like it. There. Yeah, not bad, mate. Here okay. we go, we've got the sounds now. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Are you ready to play Alien or Onion, Sam? Boy, am I. Well, I'm going to give you uh, seven different names. You have to decide, is it the name of an alien or is it the name of an onion? Here we go. Are you ready? I'm going to give you an easy one to start off with. Greys. Are greys aliens or onions? Time starts now. Take your time, Sam. Take your time. Take your time. Plenty of Grey. time. The Grey's Onion sounds like a kind of shallot. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, sort of Take like a... Take your time. Take your time. Grey's Anatomy. Aliens do anatomy experiments. I'm going to say... Alien! Okay, let's see. We're... Okay. Right, we're going to lo uh, lock that in with the Chewbacca lock-in. There we go. And uh, let's see, you said uh, they're an alien, didn't you? Yeah, greys. Okay, let's see. Well done, that's right. Greys are indeed an alien. Uh, they are grey-skinned humanoids, usually three to four foot tall, hairless with large heads, black almond-shaped eyes, nostrils without a nose, slits for mouths, no ears, and three to four fingers, including a thumb. I think I felt one of those in Amsterdam. But what you put down straight in the hole? Well, I was having a rummage. <laughs> I was having a rummage. All oh, right, was it the uh, was it the slits for mouths? Maybe. Well, I, I assume so. 
Anyway, let's move on before one of us <laughs> says something inappropriate. Uh, right, alien or onion? Yellows are yet yeah, are yellows aliens or onions? Take your time. Take your time, Sam. Take your time. Take your time, Sam. Take your time. Take your time. I think they're. Oh God, sorry. Um, I reckon it's an, uh, an, an onion. Take your time. Yellow onion. Okay, let's have a look then. You said yellows are onions. Let's do the uh, alien lock-in. Okay, so your your answer's locked in. You said uh, yellows were onions. Well done, that's right. Yellows are uh, onions are your standard cooking onion. I always reach for a yellow onion unless I have some other reason to reach for something else, says Kim Reddin, the Director of Public and Industry Relations for the National Onion Association. So there you go. So you're two That's for two now, Sam. That's a nice association. I like that association. Yeah, it is, absolutely. It's a good association to make, isn't it? So number three, Pledgeren. Are Pledgeren aliens or onions, pledger end, Sam. Take your time, take your time, Sam. Take your fucking time. Sort of sounds like... Take your time, keep calm. Wait a minute. Keep calm. I reckon it's... Uh, take your time, you can. An alien. Take your fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> right, so you say pledger end are human... Uh, are, uh, uh, aliens, aliens not humanoids. <laughs> Did you start oh. reading the description early? Okay, we've locked you in there with the uh, with the alien dragon. Okay, oh, you said <laughs> you said Pledgeren were what did you say they were aliens? Humanoid aliens. Well done, Sam. That's right. They're humanoids with stereotypical Nordic features and have featured in several cases of contact. It's said they're from ancient Earth, but presenting themselves as E.T. in the past, they moved from living on the surface to live underground and around the Himalayas area after a natural event. Okay, that, That's the time machine, isn't it? That's the plot to the time machine. I think it probably is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, number four, you're three for three, Sam. You only need four to win. Okay. But, but I'll still do all of them. Doesn't matter. Okay, so <clears throat> Vidalia. Is Vidalia a type of onion or an alien? Or is it alien or onion? Onion. Alien or onion. onion. Hands down. It's an onion. Take your time, Sam. <laughs> Don't need to. It's an onion. Take it's your time, a, It's Sam. a fucking onion, I'm telling you now. Take time, Sam. No, Cut, calm no, down. There's really no need. Calm down. Stop swearing, Sam. Onion. Stop swearing. It's a fucking onion. Stop fucking swearing, Sam. Right, we'll lock you in with the Chewbacca sound again. There we go. That's right. So you said Vidalia was an onion. Uh... It's correct. A Vidalia is a yellow, sweet, short-day onion that form bulbs when given 10 to 12 hours of daylight, perfect for the southern regions. Okay, so, Sam, I can tell you now, you've got the uh, cut glass speedboat, but do you want to go for the uh, house in Letchworth? Yes. Okay, so you've wrapped it up. You've, you've wrapped it up. Let's put the ramp-up sound on. That's right. So here's the next one. Red. Is red a type of alien or a type of onion? For the house. Take your time. For the house. 
in Letchworth. Take your time, take your time, I've Sam. literally, I've just inhaled loads of fumes from a rag that I had dipped in petrol, so I'm, oh, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm feeling a bit weird, to be honest. Oh, but right. this is for the house, I shouldn't have done that. Is it an onion? Okay, let's see if you were right. We'll lock you in with the alien. Oh. Onion, onion, I said onion. You okay. locked in an alien, you bastard. No, that's just the sound. That's the locking oh, sound. The eight, you, so you locked in the word onion. You said a red was a type of onion. Oh, God. Well done. A red is a mild onion type, great for eating raw, which make them the perfect choice for sandwiches and salads. Okay, so you're now five for five. Now, you could possibly win the house in Arlesey. Uh, if you get this one correct. So, is it an uh, alien or an onion? Sontaran. Taran. Sontaran. It's an alien. Sontaran. Take your time, Sam. Take your time. I'm pretty sure it's an alien from Doctor <laughs> Who. Take your time, Sam. <laughs> Who else is on the call? Who? What do you think? Take your time. Take your time. Sam and Muhammad Reza. Take your time. Hello. Oh, Hello. Mohammed Reza, would you like to have a go? Uh, is a Sontaran an alien or an onion? No, no. <laughs> is it an alien or... I've got to press you, I'm afraid. I've no, got he to says press it's you, not, Mohammed Simon. Reza. It's not an alien or an onion. Oh, I've got to press you then, I Sam, because I didn't hear voice. him. Sorry? I don't have your voice. <laughs> so what's the answer then? Is it is it is it alien or onion? I think it's an alien. Right, ma- right, okay, yeah. Mohammed Reza, what do you think it is, alien or onion? Where are you from? That's not the correct answer, Mohammed Reza. It's alien or onion. I cannot take a third response. It's simply got to be alien or yeah. onion. Oh, Mohammed Reza, you could have lost out there. Uh, there, got... there is a... So, ju- look, mate, just say alien or onion. It's as simple as that. Yeah, really. just just say one of the two, yeah, and then we can get on because this this item's gone on far too long. <laughs> take your time, take your time, Mohammed Dresser. Take your time, take your time, <laughs> take your time, take your time, mate. Take your time. I think I can hear him conferring, which is against the rules. He's talking to a friend about the answer. Sam, Simon. he can he can confer if he wants. He's he's one of the few no, guests no, we've no, ever had. Okay, I've got to press you. Time's up. Time's up. Mohammed Reza, I've got to press you. What's your fi- final answer? Final answer. Alien or onion? Final answer. Final answer. <laughs> final answer. Say final an answer. alien. Alien I- or onion? Oh. Did, did that help at all? Are you there, Mohammed Reza? Yes. Oh. Right, I'm going to have to take that answer. I'm going to have to take that answer. The uh, uh, Muhammad Reza's answer is yes. Sam, what was your answer? I said alien. Well done, Sam. You have the correct answer. A Sontaran yes. is a cloned militaristic yeah. race from the planet Sontar. They have grey skin, bulbous heads, and they can be killed uh, by a blow to the probic vent. Sam, have you ever been killed by a blow to the probic vent? Oh, I should be so in lucky. In the name of God, Guzirito. <laughs> Mohammed Reza, have you ever been killed by a blow to the probic vent? I'll have to take that answer as, as no. Right, and our final question You scared tonight. him off, Simon. It was going so well. Sam, 
these things happen in in, in entertainment. Oh. That's the way that it works. Oh no, I think he's still there, isn't he? No, he's long gone. He's oh, scarred, just... mate. Oh, you just did this voice there. Right, okay, so at our final one then, you're six for six. You could win a house in Stogumba, which is in uh, um, uh, Somerset. Uh, and the final one is the Hopkinsville Goblin. Is that an alien or an onion? Take your time, Sam. Hopkinsville no. Goblin. I reckon it must be an onion because it sounds too obvious. I oh, know, but goblins are kind of alien looking mm. like. Hopkinsville Goblin. Um, an alien or an onion? Okay. Is it uh, <clears throat> an alien or an onion? Yes. No, you're playing Muhammad Reza's game there, aren't you? You can't just well, say yes. Well, it is yes. an alien or an onion. Yes, it's an alien or well, an onion. Well, you're saying that it's both. No, I'm not. I'm saying it's one or the other. Ah, oh. right. Okay, well, I'll have to tell you <laughs> that... I'm afraid a Hopkinsville goblin is only an alien. It's a small greenish silver humanoid alien. So I'm afraid you don't win tonight's star prize, which is the house in Stogumba, but you have won a house in uh, Arlesey. So well done. Muhammad Drezer, on the other hand, is banned from ever taking part in our quizzes again for being a knob. Okay, so there you go. And that's the end of... Is it an alien or is it the other thing? Uh, here we go. Is it alien or onion? 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 Hello there, Sam. Are you still there? Sam, are you there? Well, we'd just like to uh, tell you at the minute that unfortunately um, we have a few technical problems uh, and uh, as of the moment we are unable to hear from Sam, which is very disappointing. Um, however, um, what we can do is we can play you some music uh in the meantime okay so uh as soon as we get back to um to uh uh as soon as we get back to uh sam we'll let you know but here's some music in the meantime So three, two, one. <laughs> well, that was hilarious. And now we're going back to um, uh, to Derek and Jinvara back in East Grinstead on tonight's uh, Halloween um, uh, Ghost Watch. And I believe now that they are in the kitchen. That's right. I'm uh, joined here by Jinvara Vervain. And I'm in Hello. the kitchen of um, the Good Kebab and the Oakley. Yes, we are. That's vibe right. In here, it's a very different vibe. There um, is, yes. I mean, you can hear the you can hear the sound of uh, of water dripping uh, into the into the tap. They'll need to fix that because, as we know, uh, if you don't um, sort out uh, a leaking tap very soon, you've got rust, and um, with rust comes a whole host of problems. 
Um, I'm working on a, a VW Caravelle at the minute where the um, the suspension uh, points have uh, rusted over. That's going to oh, take that's out terrible. forever to sort that out. Um, so just a little tip there, you know, when you're buying a motorhome, do check very carefully, especially around where the uh, um, the seatbelts uh, uh, mountings are uh, for rust because that can drop the uh, value of your motorhome now, thankfully, by four figures. Blimey. Thankfully, um, the owner of this kebab shop has opted for stainless steel, um, which will not rust. Um, is that true? Is it true? Because I know it's stainless, but does it really not attract rust? Not at the same date, you know. I reckon oh, this place is good for another 10 years on my watch. Um, Do you think they've got a warranty? I hope so. I hope so. Yes, we could only hope so. I would imagine that, you know, if they were in the catering business, um, somebody would be in charge definitely of, of uh, warranties and, um, you know, and looking at... So, sorry to interrupt there. Uh, oh, yes, yes, so, sorry. If you turn around now, you will yes. see from behind that pillar, that rod of yes. lamb meat on the uh, kebab machine, you will yes. see a satanic red glow emanating from behind it. From behind it. That's right. It's coming from right behind it. Oh yes, I can see that that glowing oh, eminence. Um, right. I'm 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 moving closer to it. I'm moving closer to you're it. Approaching the meat. I'm, I'm approaching it. I've got my Chinese device out, and I'm going to have a bit of a scan to see if we can hear anything. Okay. Now, do you have a scanning sound bite? Yes, I do. I'm listening very carefully. Can you hear that? Yeah, I can I, hear you scanning. I can see you scanning, but our listeners can't see you scanning. I, I think I can hear a child's voice. I can definitely hear a child's voice. Coming, coming from that heap of lamb? Yeah, coming from not, not coming from my laptop. No, coming from the heap of lamb. That's right. Let's listen. Let's listen very carefully. Can you hear that, Sam? That is fucking chilling. It is. It is absolutely off off the scale, isn't it? I feel as chilled as those cans of Seven Up in in that refrigerator over there. Absolutely. Well, I tell you what. I mean, if, if we if if anyone has proved that ghosts really do exist, I think we have just done that. That 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 girl's voice came out of that kebab meat. And it makes Do you think me wonder. Maybe she fell in in the mince and is now trapped as a ghost in the form of a tube of lamb flesh. <laughs> yes, I think you're right. I think I think you're absolutely right. I mean, it. it, it I'm sure it's happened before. That but can this conclusion? Can you imagine what she must feel like having fallen into the mincing vat? It's it's hardly surprising she's singing a song uh, to us. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, you know what? What she lacks in looks, she's literally a rod of um, yes. mince meat. Um, oh well, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, Derek, Derek. Did you hear that? Was that your device? It, no, it was a knife. Was me was it? It was a knife. A, a knife. It, it fell. How how it fell? I've no idea. It just fell off the counter in front of me, and Ghost. it's almost. It's like a sign, isn't it? It's like a fine. That is. That is not a sorry. That's not <laughs> kind of American. Um, yes, you have. That is not a benign thing to do. 
It's not a benign knife, is it? It's definitely not a benign knife. But um, but yeah, we definitely we are definitely. Uh, and is that what? That's one of those um, twelve-inch knives that they use for slicing the meat off the uh, side of the little ghost girl uh, kebab. It, I think it is. Yes, I think it is. So it's a good knife. They rarely need sharpening because they have to um, they have to withstand lots of the much more cutting than your average knife. Yes, that's all right. Well, look, um, th there's the pantry. I'm just going to open the door. Yeah, very slowly. Just going to very slowly okay. open the door, and we'll and we'll see what's in the in the uh, pantry. Okay, hold hold on a sec. It's a big door, isn't it? Yeah, it's got a 150 degree hinge on it. Wait a minute, I think it's almost open. There we go, it's open now. Let's have a look inside the pantry and should see we, what they have. take a peek? Let's take a peek, yeah. Um, so we're having a look at the minute uh, inside the uh, pantry. There's some shelves, there's the big tins of the green curly uh, uh, chilies there. Um, there's lots of sauces, lots of sauces. Um, all sorts of, there's a green sauce, there's a red sauce. There's uh, like now, a very is this, is this spicy sauce. This minty yogurty one. Ah, that might be tatsiki. I think that 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 could be ectoplasm. It could be is definitely. That, is that Greek for ectoplasm? I think it is. Yes, tatsiki is Greek for ectoplasm. Yeah, Shit. and uh, paramasalata. That's the pink stuff. Um, and then you've got sorry, that's that's paranormasalata. Paranormal salata, and then you've got some um, some other gunky stuff that looks like what come out what come out the ghost in uh, Ghostbusters, you know? Oh, the, the slime, in, the greeny, the phlegm. library. Phlegm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the phlegmy stuff. Yeah. So all of that, they've got all the shredded lettuce. Mucus would be another word for it. What's that again, Sam? Uh, sorry, Mu uh, Derek. <laughs> Mucus. Would be another word. No, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I lost you there for a minute. <laughs> We're in the same room. What, why can't you hear me? No, I'm in the pantry, remember. You're outside. I'm in the pantry. I'm very well aware of that. I was just saying that it sounded like mucus. It did, didn't it? Right, I'm just going to shut the door again of the pantry. Hold on a second. All right, I'll set my watch. Right, I've shut that now, so that's all shut. Um, and oh, Christ, that's loud, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> right. So that that was the kitchen, Sam. I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, let's let's count up what we've seen. We've seen the the glowing red ghostly meat with the child's boys coming out of it. The kid kebab. The kitty kebab. The, the kitty kebab. Yeah, we've seen the uh, the ectoplasm inside the, the pantry. Yes, right. And we've also had... Oh, it's happened again. The knife has fallen down again. I put it back in its holder and it's just fallen down again. Can you believe it? Is it magnetic? Uh, Is that one of those magnetic holders? No, I don't think... I think it's just a block of wood with fl slits in it. Slits. <laughs> with slits in it. Just a couple of slits. Yeah, that's right. Just a couple of slits for the knives. That's right. Yeah. So uh, wow. I, I think we need to go back to the studio. I think I, I need to take a bit of a break. I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah, I need. Um, I might pop in the pantry for five just to cool off. I'm all a fluster. 
Yeah, you could have a bang on that tactique, couldn't you? Oh, I'll have a good go on it. Yeah. So back over to you, Sam and Simon. Thank you, Jinvara. Well, wow. that's oh, that's incredible, isn't it? I mean, who who would have thought that you know, with so much paranormal activity going on, that uh, that we we get this much you know evidence? It's incredible. I yeah, mean, it, it, it's, it's, this is all about over most times, isn't it? And I imagine you do say yeah. well about kebab shops, but yeah. you know, full of paranormal uh, activity. I mean, absolutely, yeah. God, the, just the the spine chilling stories that like, I'm imagining that led to these events. I mean, that poor girl um, mm. being kebabbed on. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's terrible, isn't it? Did you know my mate fell off a kebab and broke his teeth once? Did he really? Yeah, no, no, this is an absolutely true story. He was on a night out and he was on a kebab and um, he oh, fell yeah. off it and like just landed on his face and all four of his teeth fell out. Was it a very large kebab when you say he was on it? Um, <clears throat> or did he slip on it? Well, there was a kebab on the floor and then he, he stood on it. He was on the kebab and then before oh, you right. knew it, he wasn't on the kebab anymore. I think because no. of the um, because of the amount of hot sauce in it, that's why someone had put it on the floor. They'd gone Ugh! probably because it was too hot. Yeah. Um, what he did was he slipped on a kebab. Well, that's a story for our times, isn't it? It's a story for the ages, I think, and uh, I think yeah. we can well, all learn something from archives. that. It will do, yeah. In the annals, annals of history. I. Um, hello, uh, this is the Sacred Cow Podcast. I'm afraid we've got a break in transmission at the moment. Uh, our engineers are working very hard to rectify the problem, but in the meantime, here's some music. I'm back. I'm live, apparently. Well, I've just heard from our engineers that, in fact, we are able to go back to the podcast that you were watching. Um, very many um, apologies, and uh, here we are. Hello. Hello, I'm back. Good, that's good. Yeah, I played some music while uh, while you were gone, um, so that uh, our listeners uh, weren't. Um, yeah, it, well, it, you disappeared, mm. and I only had uh, our admin to talk to, and then I could hear you, but no one could hear me. So I just had to turn my computer on and off, and mm. I, I solved the problem. So I did. I think the most important thing is how much comedy gold did we lose in that break in transmission? <laughs> Not a great deal, unfortunately. <laughs> is there anything I need to do again? No, no, that's all fine. That's all locked in. Excellent. That's locked in, is it? Oh, that's good news. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. it was a cyber attack from uh, Mohammed Reza. I think he did. I think he because he wasn't able to answer the question, uh, he just literally decided that he was going to hack into our... Um, servers and destroy us from inside so there you go yeah uh well we've got a guest ready to come on excellent good right let me get Can my you, question what was his name david kanger david kanger yes your your character that you created that you've just yes. asked me what his name is yes it's david kanger right, right shall i play the kanger jingle yes please he's got a ufo he don't know where to go he could go anywhere Instead, he's in this chair. He's doing an interview. He's stuck right here with you. An expert in UFO. Where he came from, no one knows. 
Incredible but jingle that was. Vocals were a bit high. There was actually some piano in the background. <laughs> I hasted, no, that was wonderful. Together. That was um, one of our better ones. I think yeah, that was literally a song, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, here he is now. Oh, good. David. Yep. It's taken a while to turn up, isn't it? Oh, dear. Do you want me to play some uh, ambient uh, sci-fi music? Can you hear me still, Simon? It, you're dropping out. Yeah, I can hear you, yeah. Hello? 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 Hello, I can hear you. you. Is this part of the comedy? I I can hear you, uh, Sam, yeah. Can you... I can. Is there someone in the background? I can hear. Okay, I, I think I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yeah, that's much better. Yeah, I. I. It's this fucking dongle I've got. It's. Uh, I think it's got a broken wire in it or something. It's not one of your Chinese devices, is it? <laughs> it is. Shall we just try from the start? You play the jingle again, and we'll pretend none of this happened. As long as it. I mean, if you if I can play Alan Hawkshaw's girl in the sports car again. Should yeah. I do that? Okay, hold on a sec. Well, it looks like we're having another problem here with uh, the Sacred Cow podcast. Uh, our engineers are working very hard to see if they can rectify the problem. But in the meantime, here's some music. Well, it looks like we can go back to the Sacred Cow podcast now. UFO, he don't know where to go, he could go anywhere, instead he's in this chair, he's doing an interview, he's stuck right here with you, an expert in UFO, where he came from no one knows. Hello David Kanger. Hi there, I'm David Kanger, yes. Hello David. Uh, hello. Hello David. It's in- Hi. It's incredible to have you on on our show uh, this evening, um, and uh, I just have so many questions for you. Well, seven at least. Okay um, then. And uh, I mean, th- I think the th- the first thing, David, is, uh, is is just tell us a little bit about yourself, David. I'm David Kanger. I'm a UFOologist, mm-hmm. and that's not uh, <laughs> that's not a UFOlogist. People often make that mistake that it's a ufologist it's not a ufologist it's a ufologist if it was a ufologist it would be um an unidentified flyingologist uh, an unidentified flying objectologist is what i am i research the ufos unidentified flying object objects you 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 can't use a portmanteau um when an acronym is involved unfortunately excellent um what got you into it then david kanger um I was five, and I was a child uh, when I was five, mm-hmm. um, and was up until around age 18. And as a child, as a five-year-old child, I, David Kanger, um, mm-hmm. I found myself in a strange room. It was entirely white, and um, and there was a la- large light leaning over, shining in my face, so I couldn't see these figures standing around me. Mm. What color was it again, sorry? White. It oh, was white it's that's right it's that's right it was white white was it yeah 
Oh, well, then, that's fascinating. Anyway, do continue, well, David. You can't say that. Well doesn't have an H in it, where, whereas white does. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's very unscripted, <laughs> isn't it? Yes. Anyway, do continue, David, please. Uh, I will continue, not condincton continue. Um, so I was in this room. Cheeky and cunt. And I beg your pudding, and I um, there were these strange figures staring over me as a child, and they poked their fingers in my mouth and um, were pulling at my teeth, and they they appeared to have blue gloves on, and and um, most unsettling. And then they put a gas on my my mouth, and then I woke up and I was in my father's car, and that was what that was what wet what whetted my appetite. It whetted your appetite, did it? Yes. For, the, for, for the UFO life, did it? It did. Yes. Well, my, my next question was, have you seen one? But I, I suspect you probably have, haven't you? I've seen several in my life. I've seen um, the the long ringular ones. I've seen the disco ones. Um, I've seen the circular ones. Um, some donut-shaped, some elongated donut-shaped ones. I've seen, you know, party rings. Uh, is that something to do with Iceland? Party rings are uh, um, uh, it's a biscuit type thing with uh, with some oh, kind of frosting. Yes. Yeah, I saw one of those, and um, and on the uh, yeah, I saw a UFO the shape of one of those, like a flat donut shape. Um, uh, have you mm. ever had an onion ring? I have. I had one last night, actually. Yes, yeah, so it's funny you should say that. Yeah. It could have been a UFO. You must be careful. Well, we we got it from some place in Stevenage, like Just Eat. So I'm sure it can't have been a, Gali- an alien spacecraft from Just Eat. Galileo was from Stevenage. Oh, was he really? <laughs> oh, I don't and that's why that that's why they me. named that's why they named the spacecraft after him. Um, uh, the Galileo. Um, it was made in Stevenage. Oh yes, of course. That's right. Yeah. He was um, born on a. He was born on the outskirts of Stevenage. And yeah. now there's um, some foxes have turned the spot into their home, despite the shrine. Is that right? I thought I, I, was he not from Great Ashby? Um, I think it, he he moved to Italy very quickly afterwards, very early for a baby. Very early for a baby. Yes, that's right. Yes. Um, how do they function? How how do they function? I don't know what what that means, well, but you just wrote it in your message, so I just asked you it. How do they um, function? The, the UFOs function on a oh. on a on a basis of they don't need aerodynamics. I always have to explain this. They don't yes. need aerodynamics. There's no air in space. But don't um, they need aerodynamics? So, well, yes, but not at all. Um, oh. Because in space there's no air. Really, only for um, atmosphere. In, in, when operating in the atmosphere, they need to be mm. tremendously aerodynamic. But when travelling through space, it's the equivalent of um, mm. after a hearty meal, you loosen your belt buckle um, to allow yourself to flow flow freely. Um, I, mean, I do that quite a lot. Yeah. So uh, during the meal, it's impolite. So you keep the belt buckle and buckle down and. Um, it's like mm. that in, in the atmosphere, tremendously aerodynamic. In space, the UFOs, not very aerodynamic at all. In fact, the opposite, very square. Very, very kind of flush on to the, to the, uh, to the uh, uh, area in front of them, I believe. That's right. And people think that the pyramids are, mm. um, are, are markers to tell the UFOs where to land. But um, 
Wait, wait, really, the pyramids yes. themselves are the UFOs. <laughs> are you all right? Are your, are your um, mic going again, is it? No, 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 quite all right, my end. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, uh, so the pyramids are themselves flying saucers then, is that what you're saying? That's right, and they're powered by... They're powered by pharaohs. They're powered powered by fairies. Pharaohs. They're powered yes. by pharaohs. What, so dead, what they, dead pharaohs? They needed to go to... They landed on Earth because they ran out of pharaoh fuel. And <laughs> um, they they needed to set up a regime in which a pharaoh yeah. was elected so that they, so that the stupid Egyptians would, um, yeah. would place pharaohs inside the fuel capsule found at the centre. Um, yeah. And uh, but of course they 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 they, they, they it, rather than fuel cells they used canopic jars so it was um it was it was all this tom tittery for fuck all basically. <laughs> Is that why pyramids don't go off the ground then? Not anymore, they don't. Ah, right. I see. I, d- I doubt they will for a fair few thousand years yet. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they get a pharaoh in them. Yeah, well, a fair amount of them. <laughs> uh. So if they found a hole, they could rummage around and they could stick a pharaoh in there, and, that, and then the pyramid would just shoot up in the air with it. It would erupt. Where would you get a pharaoh from? Well, you can't get them for love nor money these days, of course. <laughs> You're not. Is there, are there not? Are there not like agencies where you can like get a, a singing pharaoh, you know, to come along and you know, like when it's a birthday or whatever, can you not Oh, a pharogram. A pharogram. A pharogram, that's what I was thinking of, yeah. No, it doesn't exist, sorry. Oh, that's no good. You have, the, last, the last place that there was a pharaoh regime was, um, was on Uranus. <laughs> was that, is that true or was that just like a, a, an anus yeah. joke? No, it was a joke I'd made about an anus, yes. Shall I go on to the next question then? I think we've exhausted that one. David Kanga. Yes. Sorry. David Kanga. Yes, David Kanga. What's the best one you've ever seen? Um, well, it was sort of um, the shape of your traditional... Um, Sausage. Uh, no, no, no. Um, it would be a, like a Rover, powered by Rover V8 engine. Um, oh, yeah. But but shaped like your vo- your your typical Vauxhall Viva. Um, oh right, which, that's nice. Which is which is rather astonishing. And um, you know what? And it's um, mm. I I I've I've seen one. I believe they hail from Mars uh, because in the glove compartment on a hot day there was sort of this sticky residue, and um, yeah, I yeah. I assume it must be made of Martian mellow. You mean you've seen a car? So when I said, "What's the best one you ever seen?" No, it's a UFO. I, I, it flew by. But it's Absol- a Vauxhall, you said Vauxhall Viva. But at first it was unidentified, and I think that's the real issue here. So once you identified as it a Vauxhall Viva, then you realised then it wasn't, it wasn't it, a, an alien it, spacecraft. Yeah. I was no longer interested because um, it became an IFO, an identified flying object, and I'm a UFOologist, not an IFOologist, not a UFOlogist, mm. or, nor an IFOlogist or an IFologist. And I'm, not, want, a, I'm not a I, urologist. No, because that, that would be identifying unidentifiable urine, wouldn't it? Yes. And that's not what you want to do, David Kanga. Not what I'm into at all. That's not what you're into at all, is it? No. Um, I've got another question. Is it worth me asking it? Are you are you likely to be able to answer it in a Go sensible on. way? Yes. 
Have you ever been inside Area 51, David Kang, the ufologist? Well, I, do you know what? I, um, I turned up at the gates and uh, they had to turn me away uh, because of the dress code, because of the door policy. What's the door policy of Area 51, David Kanger, oh, the ufologist? You have ufologist. You have David Kanger. You have to wear a um, <coughs> you have to wear a special kind of suit to get in, called a space suit, and I, I wasn't allowed in. Oh right! Did you not check on the Area 51 website before you actually turned up? Because I, I believe that that would be the most appropriate of things to do, really. Oh no, they don't put any of the truth on the internet, do they? I mean, yeah, you have you have to listen to the frequencies, don't you? You do. The truth mm -hmm. is out there, though, isn't it? As it said in the X Files. Well, that's true. Yes, yes, um, and that comes from the stars too, because they're actors, they're stars, and so do UFOs, which I think is a rather neat way to wrap things up here. It's funny you should say that because when I first tuned into the X Files, I thought it was going to be this show where the, the the two people, Mulder and Scully, just tracked down all the people that they'd been out with previously, and and then I don't know what they would do then. They just say, "I, I went out with you," and they go, "Yeah." And that would be the X Files. Can I? Can I? Can I put you in my files? Yeah, <laughs> I just oh. I thought it was going to be that, but then it was all like aliens and stretchy people and and all that kind of stuff. Oh, the long men, the long men. I see. I tuned out at that point because I thought it was just going to be like romance and like you know, girlfriend, boyfriend yeah. thing, but it wasn't that at all, was it? No. Um, no. I've got two more questions. I, I did hear you use the word wrap up there. No, or, no, it's fine. Or, it's fine. Or, or shall I say wrap up? As you as you sometimes say. What what's whap? Wet uh, ass wet ass pussy. Oh, David Kang of the ufologist. I think you've just I listen ruined to everything the, now. I listen to the pop charts. Yes. Well you know we've just lost a listener there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. We were literally clinging on to a listener there. No. But uh, right then, will we ever be at peace with the aliens, David Kang of the ufologist? Um Sorry, I don't believe in aliens, only UFOs. I've ne I've never seen an alien, apart from the three as a child, which I put down to it being a dentist. Um, mm. I, yeah, I don't believe in aliens, only UFOs. So who do you think uh, uh, pilot, uh, pilots these uh, UFOs then, these UFO, uh, UFO, UFOs? Pharaohs. Pharaohs. Yeah, they're not, not aliens. They're, they're earth dwellers that have popped off. Um, gone to a new planet and then come back because uh, they missed they've, good old Earth. And they've just popped off, have they? They've just nipped off to Mercury. M nipped off to Mercury, right? Okay, that well, that's plausible. And if you could be an alien, which one would you be? Which one would I be? I like the ones in the Alien movie. Um, the oh, yeah. the face sitters. I'd be a face sitter. <laughs> you mean the exomorphs, don't you? Or xenomorphs, they're called. Or uh, something. I think the xenomorphs, the one with the long penis-like head and the um, the aroused tongue that protrudes ever so gently, and it spits acid out the end of it. Um, I believe the face sitter is the little levery fucker. Looks somewhat like a crab, but <laughs> worse. Like a crab. And then it goes to the bathroom on you, does it? that what it does it pops itself in your mouth and the rest is history baby well i mean who'd have known that una stubbs was an alien but there you go um right then well i think we're all wrapped up and done here aren't we 
Yeah, thank you. It's been out of this world. <laughs> ah, David Kang of the Ufologist. Bye. 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 That was fascinating. Thank you very much. Lovely to talk to you. Hi, oh, Simon. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yes. Simon, are you there? Yes, I'm there. Yes. Can you hear me? Simon? Yeah, I can hear you. You can hear me, can you? Hello? Yes. Hello. Yeah. Hello. 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 Yes, Hello, I can sir. hear you. Can you um, hear me? Why do you keep saying this if you can hear me? I'm just testing. Because of all the issues we've been having. Ah, and, uh, <laughs> I'd forgotten like, about that one. <laughs> oh, me too. Uh, I think it's time to go back to um, uh, Derek and Jinvara at the Good Kebab and the Ugly Kebab Shop in East Grinstead, where they will be continuing their ghost watch. I think they've, um, they've gone out the back, haven't they now? They've gone out the back to the bins now. Uh, Jinvara, uh, Derek, can you hear us? I can hear you. Uh, I can hear you too. Yes, we uh, we had a brief um, uh, little cup of tea, and, uh, and I popped not... out the back for a sicky. Yes, that's right. I, and uh, and we decided that because we could sense some uh, paranormal activity out here by the bins, that we would uh, come outside and see what we could uh, uh, identify. So, um, uh, just to give you an idea, we're standing by the bins, great big. Uh, 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 weedy bins and um they're overflowing a little bit and there's some little full bins. of trash they're full of trash yes that's right they're full of uh, kebab um uh, unused kebab in it as so yeah speak. there's um there's some uh, lettuce that's gone a bit brown on the edges um a couple of tomatoes that look like they've become wrinkled like an old um scrotum yes there's, uh, what's that Half a half a pit of bread, I think. Half a yeah. Oh, it's oh. stale. It's it's that's rock hard. It is. It's rock it? hard. It is rock hard indeed. That's right. And and uh, and and uh, obviously uh, there's um, a little kind of area enclosed by a fence, and um, and there's a cat. There's the cat that we said uh, that we talked to you about before. Uh, that you might have heard meowing in the first segment. Let's let's li let's listen to the cat again. I just have a bit of a stroke of it. Uh, Hello there, cat. Oh my God! Did you hear that? Let, I'll stroke it again. Now, that has a pussy like ever made that noise for you before? I have never put my hand on a pussy and heard it made that sound before. That oh. is a possessed pussy. That what is. do you think, Derek? Have you ever come across a possessed pussy before? Well, I wouldn't like to comment um, on that, but um, needless to say, I'm riddled with fucking diseases. That's, the probably pussy. Why, that's probably why you're dead, isn't it, Derek? I think. Um, anyway, uh, let's move on. So, so... let's not speculate as um, as you know. I mean, I didn't die as a result of an STD. Can you no, label the dead? I think you probably can. Yes. Um, so. Moving swiftly on, why is this cat making sheep sound? What's your idea well, about this? The inside of a kebab is comprised ordinarily of mm. lamb mint or chicken, but um, the lamb mint is made out of sheep's, but very young sheep's, hence the name lamb. Um, 
Old sheep's mutton, young sheep's lamb. That's how I remember my meat. And uh, this this cat seems to have been possessed by. Pardon you. This cat seems to have been possessed. <laughs> it says lamb bleating. I can't help it if it sounds but, like that. Well, don't eat it if it makes you do a bum bleat. <laughs> Shall I go back to the ones that actually sound like them? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, well, it's incredible. It's incredible what you've what you said there, uh, Derek. I've I mean, never heard a lamb inside a cat before. Have you? Have you ever? Heard I've of never. One? I mean, I've I've heard of the what they call the turducken. You know, where at Christmas it's a turkey uh, with a duck inside it Stuffed and then inside a chicken the inside that. Yeah. Right. You put the the chicken right up the duck. And then you put the duck right up the turkey, and then you eat it. Uh, you know what I, I think's gone on? What, what do you think's happened? I reckon the chef has tried that, but he's forgotten to slaughter the animals first. He's placed a lamb inside the anus of this poor pussy. And pardon you, and he plans. Pardon you again. Must have been all the hot sauce. <laughs> Why do these fucking lamb noises sound like farts? I don't know. It's obviously badly labelled, isn't it? Um, anyway, well, it's incredible. I mean, I, I don't know which way the turn. We have so much evidence tonight of, of paranormal activity on this particular site. Oh, I, I wonder what else uh, could possibly be here. Oh, no. Uh, uh, a what the fuck was that? It's a, it's a pair of scissors. It's just literally landed in front of me. I don't know where it come from, but it's, it, it, they're sharp. There's, they're sharp scissors. There's a, um, there's a barber shop next door. It's run by the same guy. <laughs> Do you think it could be that then? Um, yeah, not to debunk it too soon. You know, we've got to keep our minds open. But, so um, do, you think we, do you think that debunking goes on too much then? I mean, <laughs> I, I think there's too much of debunking these days. You know, people need to ease up. I think they do, yeah. Well, I tell you what, this cat hasn't stopped talking, has it, ever since we came out here? Oh, he's got a dragged little mouth on him, ain't he? Come here. Come here, little fella. Well, Very I think... Good cat, lamb. Well, I think we've exhausted the bin area, um, Derek. I don't know if there's much else we can get out of this particular area, but anyway, you know what? what's I'm that? A bit down in the dumpsters. Uh, <laughs> oh. uh, so um, I think I think we'll leave the flatulent lamb cat. Uh, to its own devices. Uh, and let, let's go back. So we had the scissors dropping out from nowhere. We've got the cat, which is uh, possessed by the lamb. And um, all sorts of stuff's been going on, hasn't it, Derek? I mean, we've just been, you know, overcome with uh, with evidence, haven't it's we? It's plagued by supernatural shite. It, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely up to its tits in uh, paranormal activity. So I think what we'll do is we'll pass back to the studio.
to uh, to Sam and Simon and yep. see what see what they've made of all this. Uh, pardon me, Simon. Sorry about that. Yes, that, well, it's fascinating, isn't it? I mean, definitely our audience are getting their money's worth this evening with paranormal activity. Yeah. And accents. It's extraordinary, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, just the, the way they milk that cat. I know, and the, and the sound effects that are actually coming out of the cat and aren't being made on, on my laptop are just extraordinary. Unbelievable so, stuff tonight. It is, well, isn't then. it? Well, I tell you what, this is one hell of a supernatural-themed uh, uh, episode, isn't it? I mean, I don't know what could possibly happen next, but uh, I know we've got one more visit. One more instalment, yeah. To Derek and Jinvara, and, uh, and we'll see what they come up with. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. But moving on to this next feature. Ah. <laughs> well, I'm afraid we've had another break in transmission there. Um, our we haven't. Are working. We fucking don't shut the fuck up. Uh, uh, our engineers are working very hard to rectify the problem. Uh, but not. in the meantime, here's some music. Right, there you go then. Um, so, uh, we, uh, what about uh, this or that? Are we, are we likely to this or that? In this game, I have thought of something and Sam has thought of something and we're going to battle them together and argue which is the best. So, Sam, what is the thing that you've thought of? Am I allowed to tell you? Yes. It's a zither. Right, and the thing that I've thought of is the city of Bath in oh. Somerset. Okay, so Sam, would you like to start? Okay, um, a zither can have 14 or more strings. How many strings does Bath have? Well, Bath doesn't have any strings at all. Right, so that's one point to it... me. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, okay, my turn then. Uh, Bath, <laughs> Bath is a cosmopolitan international city with a great heritage uh, and uh, history including the Roman baths um, it it doesn't look like a zither has any Roman baths well then that's a point to me and then the final point I think is uh, you start okay um, it says here that mm. a um... A zither is a stringed instrument. That was the first point you made on that. that oh, instrument. yeah, shit. Um, sorry. <laughs> Zivers are enjoyed by strumming or plucking at the aforementioned strings with the fingers or a plectrum. Well, I can tell you now, uh, there are many surfaces in Bath, uh, walls, pavements, trees, grass, that you could very easily strum with a plectrum and then get a coffee afterwards. Oh, so is that a... I don't get a point for that one. No, and I think that means I've won, Sam. Or should I say Bath has won? You should. Well, thank you very much. That was This or That. <laughs> tune, tune in next week when you'll hear us again attempt to get comedy out of what was basically an idea and wasn't very well thought through. <laughs>
I wish I'd research Sivers more. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, they don't make them like that anymore, do Get they? Get you. Absolutely. Um, anyway, so for the final time tonight, we are returning to uh, the good kebab and the ugly uh, kebab shop in East Grinstead, um, where our two uh, paranormal experts, I think it's fair enough to call them that, um, yeah. Derek Akora, the late Derek Akora, and Jimvara Vervain, yeah. Uh, who is often late, um, are conducting their own ghost watch for us this Halloween evening. Um, Lovely. So let's go back over to East Grinstead. I, are you there, Derek and uh, Jim Jimvar, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Yes, I am here. Yes. Um, well, incredible, incredible times tonight. But we are now in the downstairs toilet of the uh, kebab shop. Uh, I've come up with a great link for this one actually because in France the native home of the kebab they call a cat a chat and we've Uh, gone from the cat to where people have chat absolutely that's right so uh, I won't tell you what we're currently doing at the minute oh no there we go. But you're being very accommodating, Derek. Thank you very much. I, I, you're more than welcome. I think it's just all the excitement of um, of what's been happening tonight, but it, it, it was rather plain it's, on me. So. It's shit yourself scary. I'm not going to lie. It is, isn't it? Yeah. And I think the thing is, is that when you've got to go, you've just got to go, you know. So, I mean, I don't think there's yeah. any point in hanging Well, when you've got a ghost, you've got a ghost. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. Um, so, here we are in the toilet, just for those people at home. There is uh, one cubicle, there's a sink, a mirror, and uh, there's a uh, light bulb, which obviously we've put out because we have our um, uh, night vision uh, cameras here. And it's quite spooky in here, isn't it? There's definitely a presence. There's definitely something else in here with us. Something in the air. There is, I think it was because I had that uh, biryani last night. Uh, in Sandy, I think that's probably done done for me. To be perfectly honest, oh, I do feel for you. Mm. Not only in emotion, but because it's fucking dark. I literally don't know yes. where you are, so I'm feeling for you. That's right. So let's. Uh, I- I'm going to start the Chinese device up now. Uh, <gasps> yeah, I'm. Sorry. There we go. We've got it started up now, and we're going to have a listen in to see what we can hear. I I'm, don't know what that is. Can you hear that? It's, it's like a time tunnel to the past. Something that something traumatic happened here. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, someone that's left something behind, perhaps. Yes, I I, I don't I don't really know what's been going on in here, but very uh... haunting. Oh, did you hear that? I heard a child's voice. Listen again. Let's play it back on the Chinese device. What? What the fuck is that? Wait a minute. Let me just. Let me just. That's intriguing. It is. It is intriguing, isn't it? Let's hear that one again. Let's hear it again. Now I think that sounds like a child's voice. So I'm not in the rain. Something like that. Or poo-poo mummy, I think it is. Um, I wonder 
whether it might be the child who fell into the kebab, maybe a a, 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 a more distant a residual um, residual soundbite. Yes, an iteration of, of something gone that has been lost forever. And just but, for the listeners at home, um, a toilet is a, a receptacle often made of porcelain where you can deposit feces or indeed urine and um, I, flush that deposit down into a central sewer system. So that I'm very yeah, I'm very sorry, Sam. I use the technical word toilet, and I and of course you know because we're experts, you know, uh, we we use this language like you know it's like everyday language. But I understand that for you know, for the um, people at home, sometimes it's it's harder for them to understand and access what we're saying. But yes, that, that's what the toilet is. Yes, um, but I mean, it's it's fascinating that you know we've heard the child again, and obviously we heard the child previously. I'm going to see if I can speak to the child now. So, um, I, I, okay, and, and, and for that, I'm going to use I'm going to get the Ouija board out for this one. So, um, are you happy to do a, a Ouija with me? That's absolutely fine. I mean, we're putting the Wii in Ouija board. We certainly are. That's right. Yeah. All right. I've got it all set up now. Uh, okay. So if you put your hand on the little glass. and yeah, uh, got it. All right. So what we're going to try and do, Sam, is we're going to try to see uh, if we can speak to the girl in the toilet. Okay. So, right. So um, do you want to speak to us? F U C What's that? I don't what what is that's that? A K. That's a is K. It? No, I think it's a J. I think oh. I know. Let's let's do it again. Um, let's a- let's ask her another question. Um, um would you like to speak to us? N O Y O U C U N Is that a U? I think it's a U. Was it? Was it? So that would be no you canoe. Now, what does that mean? Perhaps it's a ghost of a Native American, someone who's no. made some kind of canoe or something. Absolutely, no, you canoe. So uh, I'm going to ask: Are we talking? Are we talking to no, you canoe? F U C J. I think that was the J. Oh, no, you canoe fuckage. Oh, F. You've got a name. F. Fuck Joff. Oh, fuck Joff. That sounds like it could be like a Victorian surname. Yes, yeah, so or like a German man. A German man. It could be, couldn't it? Yeah, like a like a German man. That's right. A German, yeah. Well, I think we've exhausted um, the... Uh, the, the comedy trope of the uh, Ouija board there. So uh, I don't think we Make can sure do much else there. The board, yes, that's right. Spirits will be able to pop in when they like. Absolutely, that's right. Now, um, let's just have one more listen to see if there's anything else that we can hear. Uh, 
Um, I'm not getting anything at all, are you? I'm, um, not, I'm not hearing anything at all. Oh, I don't know. I will kill you. No, I'm not getting anything at all now. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not hearing anything. Oh, wait, at all what's now. that? Noise. Um, no, I don't. I don't know what what that is at all now. Um, but it's it's very odd, isn't it? Oh dear. Oh dear. I think we may have just tripped the um uh the uh burglar alarm there. The shit Oh, the burglar alarm. Yeah. Yeah. I think we just um. Let, let me see if I can. No, I don't. I think we definitely. Yeah, no. I, I think I think we've got a bit of a problem. Um, did you clear it with with the police that we should come in? Um, no, I didn't actually didn't actually do that. No, not me neither. Oh dear. Well, I, I, I think the thing is that we're, we're probably going to have to go now, listeners, uh, as I think I can hear the police uh, are, are on their way. Um, but, it, but it has been... <laughs> what the fuck was that? But it has been... Uh, it has been a, a, a most entertaining uh, evening, oh, it's hasn't it? Yes. It's been uh, superb. But I think, Derek, it's time for you and I to go now. So, uh, listen, listeners at home... Uh, um, keep yourself safe um, and if you are ever in the uh, East Grinstead area it would be fascinating for you to come to the good kebab uh, the kebab and the ugly uh, kebab shop and uh, the good I kebab think... the ugly kebab <laughs> yes that's the one I, I think it's probably time for us to go uh, oh no I think they're shooting at us now oh no I've just been uh, handcuffed oh yeah yes, there's a just... copper in here yeah, I thought put, that was a ghost. Yeah, no, they're just putting the handcuffs on me now. Bye, listeners. Yeah, bye. Oh. Well, that was um, well, that, that was, was that was fascinating, wasn't it? I mean, it's not every every uh, evening you get to hear somebody on a live ghost watch. Um, no, it's it's why is that still? I don't know. Can you hear me, admin? Yes, he can. He can. Yeah. He can. Good. He he can call in, can't he? Can't. Why can't he be a guest? I Did you just call him Cunty? I didn't call him that at all. I said, why can't he call in? You said he can call in, Cunty. <laughs> why would I say that? It's not even grammatically correct. I just but, said he could. He could call in, Cunty. Stop saying it. You'll upset him. <laughs> he call, can call call in. Cannot he? Can he not? He can, yes. He call, can call in. Can you call in? Can you just call it? it? Can you call in? He says he's done it. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's got caps. Got caps lock on again. Yes. I hope Is he's that... not gonna. I hope he's not gonna talk in caps lock. Oh God, he's always getting in caps lock. Yeah. He's gonna call in. Don't <laughs> don't pull a Muhammad Dresser on us though, and start talking shit. Should I play some music in the meantime? Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. Uh, let's find some. Um, oh, Alan Hawkshaw. Here we go. Oh, that's just an advert. Oh, it might be a copyright advert. 
Hello, admin. Hello. Hello. Well, I think we're having some problems here with our uh, uh, podcast, but in the meantime, here's a guess. <laughs> How's it going? It's not, not bad at too all. Badly. I've never spoken to you before. Hello. You have, I, I feel like I've spoken to you. Really. you. Well, you have, yes. Technically, you have, you've, yes. You've but, become uh, such a part of my life in the last kind of three or four weeks. That... Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this Sacred Cow broadcast to bring you a Halloween story from podcast regular Jinvara Vervain. Hello, everybody. It's Jinvara again. I have a story for you for this Halloween Eve. I hope you'll enjoy it. This is the story of Lizzie Thin. It is Halloween and nothing is stirring in the graveyard save piles of leaves are rustling in the paths between the graves and the odd hoot of an odd owl being all odd like they are. All at once in the silvery moonlight there comes a figure dressed in dark robes with lustrous dark flowing air all over her robed back. It is a woman and she stops to stoop at a grave. Tears drip out of her eyes and she sings a soft, tuneful lament as she places a handful of wild flowers on the grave. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> that don't make me laugh. Ooh, 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 Oh, oh, oh. And then all at once she stops, stood up from her stoop and steps away from the grave. And just like that, she is gone to the night. Why has she appeared at that grave? Why has she placed them flowers there? And what is the meaning of her soulful lament? Wow. It is 1843 and Lizzie Thin was a barmaid by trade. Um, I shall start again because I've got that wrong. <laughs> okay, edit point. Don't put that out, it's sounding rubbish. It is 1843 and Lizzie Thin was a milkmaid by trade and she plied it wherever she could. All she needed was a stool, a bucket and a handful of teat and she was away. <laughs> Why, no one in the village could milk like she could. She had strong, supple hands. And a pal. So, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Strong, supple hands. Lovely. And a powerful sense of rhythm. It was that particular skill that attracted Sam Cushway, a local farmer, who was searching for a woman just like Lizzie. I like what you do with your hands, he said one day to her on the village green. I could do with someone who could make my milk come regularly without spilling a drop. Thank you kindly, said Lizzie. I'd be happy to take a look at your herd and see what magic I can bring. With that, they left for his farm, which was but two minutes walk from that village green. If only Lizzie could have foreseen what that green leafy path was leading to, apart from the farm that was obviously clearly signposted. Lizzie became an instant success on the farm and all the cows loved her. Sam had never seen Anne's work so fast and the milk came quickly that summer so that Sam made a pretty penny at market 
where his cream was on everybody's lips. But it was a different pair of lips that Sam was interested in. You see, he had fallen head over heels with Lizzie and he longed for those lips and hands for himself and was jealous of the cows who seemed to get all the attention. I wish to take you for my bride, he said to Lizzie one day. Couldn't we just get married instead, she replied, for Lizzie was long on teat milking but short on learning. And with that, they... They, and with that, they were married one dusky September in 1843. And before too long, she fell pregnant, but she managed to get up again. At, at the time... Oh, God. Oh, the, God. It's, it's a serious story, Sam. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, Sam's long-lost second cousin, Petula, came to stay at the farm after her parents were imprisoned in a debtor's jail for non-payment of parking fines. Petula was a fine strapping girl of 17 with comfy cheeks and rosy hips and she caught Sam's eye. You see, Sam had lost his eye in a hoeing accident in the previous year and his glass replacement had a habit of falling out every time he got sweaty. He thought that her act of kindness was more than that and soon they were meeting clandestinely behind the cowsheds. Mm. <laughs> Lizzie soon went, uh, well, edit point here as I think the music's just stopped hang on a minute because it was only four minutes long wait a minute, wait a minute here we go That's again all right. here we go again oh, we're, we're back in the room here we go uh, Lizzie soon became wise to her husband's odd behaviour and despite his best efforts to keep his eye out for her was soon discovered in an act of love Lizzie became furious. She flung herself at Petula and stabbed her through the art with a milking stool. Then she turned her attention to Sam, who, having become sweaty, had lost his eye and was crawling around in the mud looking for it. Lizzie saw her chance. Yeah, Lizzie saw her chance and with those hands normally used for the manipulating of teats, she proceeded to strangle him. Like the milking, she was quick, but not cream was left on his lips, but blood and snot. Justice was swift, and Lizzie was convicted of the murder of Sam and Petula and sentenced on Halloween 1843 to be hanged by the neck with a rope until she be dead. Her long black hair fell over her black milking robe with the milky cuffs. But, as legend and rumour have it, as they will, that if you go on the gra- to the graveyard on Halloween night, you may just see a figure among the gravestones placing flowers at her husband's grave. And, as the story goes, if she sees you and you are too slow to evade her powerful hands, she may come at you like an owl in the night and give you one of her special milkings. I hope you enjoyed that story, Sam. I hope hope it doesn't give you nightmares tonight. Anyway, this is Jim Vara Vervain signing off this Halloween night eve.